Welcome back. So this is basically experiment month on the Cinematic Adventures podcast. Podcast with uh, with me, Daniel, and JP. I'm from the future. I'm in the present, and by present, U.S. Because we know that the U.S. is by which country by which all standards are held. <laughs> but um, we moved to daylight savings time, so like technically we're closer together now. By an hour out of fourteen, so. Not by much. And it's interesting that you have daylight savings time now because ours is next month. Really? I thought that it was due to uh, summer or whatever. Yeah. It's, well, it's supposed to be, the whole thing is like the farmers are supposed to get an extra hour of time and then the, an, an extra hour of time to like be outside, which doesn't work because like the sun isn't out any longer than it is. And Whatever. also, my aunt. Get back in the spring. My aunt owns a farm, and I, when I told her that that's why that happened, she's like, "We also have kids, and it's very inconvenient." <laughs> I don't understand like how that worked in the first place, though, because again, like you don't actually get any extra hours in the day. It's just it doesn't actually do anything. It just pushes things back, and then you end up taking it next year. So I don't like it. So, complaining about um, stupid, outdated systems aside, uh, we're here to do our first commentary. Indeed. And, and we were going back and forth on what uh, maybe we could do a commentary for, and we decided on the gayest, dumbest, most brilliant cult movie of all time, definitely the gayest one, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I love how for you it's because it's gay, and I chose it just because it was like, it, it's a creepy kind of Halloween-esque kind of film and we're doing it in October. So I figured it was the best one to do like a goofy, it's a goofy Halloween type film. Yeah, you don't want anything like ultra serious for a commentary. <laughs> I mean, No, but I love how like you were like, yeah, uh-huh, it's the gayest. <laughs> it, it definitely is. This is true. Uh, so we're starting, we're going to start it now. Uh, Whereas I'm still on a black screen, no logos have popped up, so we're going in fresh, and we can just discuss it as we go. And you ready? I'm ready. Okay, three. Um, for me, the Fox, the 20th Century Fox logo is on. Okay. It's paused. Okay, so ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we're a couple of seconds uh, behind each other, that's fine. That won't make much of a difference. Three, two, one. Go for it. I, I miss the Fox logo. But I like that they are willing to change the music based on movies. This is definitely a different opening. It's almost a minstrel show-esque. Uh-huh. It fits. And we have the iconic lips, which is great. And the director is the one that's actually singing this. And what I love about it is that he's singing about B-movies. Jackie? Yeah. He's singing about B-movies. And um, I think that it's really funny. And it, and it looks up. And it looks actually pretty good. 
but the uh, person that plays, I always get them mixed up, but the one that's the, uh, that plays the maid, uh, this that's her lips. And uh, she thought she was also the one doing the singing. Oh, okay, good. When was the last time you um, saw Rocky Horror? I can't remember. I know it was, it was a few years ago. This had a massive cult following before VHSs came out. Uh, it did. I think this is the film that started the cult following for movies. It definitely is the one I think of the most because people came to see it. It played every at midnight every weekend or every Friday night or whatever for ages. And then when VHSs came out, they just sort of stopped because they didn't. No, they kept it, they kept doing it out here. It wasn't every Friday night, but it was like it was like an event, kind of like Comic Con is. That's how Rocky Horror Picture Show used to be. People I, would, I, like, get dressed up, and it was a big deal. God, I th these costumes are going uh, look amazing, and I I know that um, Brad and Janet are meant to be the boring uh, straight couple, but people also dress up as them because it's hilarious. They they do the um, Brad and Janet's normal outfits, but I also wear like um, stockings or whatever underneath it, which is always funny. It's a whole system really set up. creepy that they stopped on teeth. Uh, yeah. It's strange. It's creepy for a reason. Richard O'Brien um, is as gay as you want the director of Rocky Horror Picture Show to be. Uh, okay. He also plays the butler. I, I forget everyone's name. But he plays, but this is based on um, horror movies, but it's mainly based on um, This is the first movie that I saw for, that I heard about Forbidden Planet and then last time I saw the movie I bought Forbidden Planet But Have you seen Forbidden Planet? I have not Neither have I, but I own it. It's Wait, part of my no. massive collection. Like, no, I own it, but no, I haven't watched it. <laughs> but I like that the song is basically saying, yeah, we know, it's a B-movie. It's meant to be. We're, and then they describe all these other B-horror movies, and it's like, then they transition to talk, singing about this one. These are the type of movies uh, that James Gunn got his start in. That's why his when he um, had those like offensive tweets, he was in this type of genre. He was trying to be odd. Yeah, and it that is odd, and it works so well. <laughs> he yeah. he made a sequel to this called Shock Treatment, which is fine, but it didn't capture the same magic. That was James Gunn. What? Shock. Did treatment? you say Shock Treatment was James Gunn? No, Shock Treatment is the sequel to this. It was done by uh, Richard O'Brien again. Oh, okay. Is this the most wholesome fucking wedding 
seen ever. And I no. thought, first time I saw that, I thought they, these two were Brad and Janet. Uh, who is that guy? I know that guy. But I, I thought- love Tim Curry sitting, like, just standing there. He stands out. Like, just, even in the priest uniform, he is not a He's normal part of He's subtle. This. He is Tim fucking Curry. Also, I didn't notice him until this moment when you pointed him out. <laughs> and I love the whole, like... I love the- that he plays the priest as well. I Unless- love the people in the back, you know, the, the farmer and his wife from the from the painting. Is that American Gothic? And I also love how Tim Curry now has his back to the camera and he's clearly not talking. He's just turned away from these people. Yeah, but um, I like Dr. Scott and I hate, I hate that he comes in and then the movie falls apart. But um, I think that's Richard O'Brien. Uh, I, I like that they're playing different characters, I assume. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I love Janet. Jen is just a very sweet character. And uh, <laughs> I love their song. He's basically Clark Kent. Oh my gosh. Wait till tonight. She got hers. Now he'll get his. It's a great, it's a great gag. And going into a church, it's like they're at a wedding, but they're going to set up for a funeral. And it's like, yeah, the happy stuff and death is very linked in this building. She's like, propose to me already. I, I wonder what's written on these gravestones. I bet there's tons of Easter eggs. Ah, it um, we got Denton in the background. That's where they're from, and the the um sequel is all about how shit Denton is. Ah. <laughs> I like the lightning that starts in the background. It's it's great. It's it's high. It's the normal. Uh, thing, but the world is weird and creepy as part of it. But it's so fucking optimistic and sweet and fun, which makes it way, which makes it great when they get all, when they get into this really gay um, castle that America apparently has on the highway. It's very sweet. And I, I didn't notice because I was like nine when I saw this the first time because my mum was awesome. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice that they were setting up a funeral in the background. If someone proposed to me in song, I'd just accept. That it's is like a tiny ring. It's. I, I like how fake the diamond looks. You don't want this to have a high budget. If this had a high budget, it'd be ruined. (laughs) 
someone said that they were remaking Princess Bride and everyone's like, no. that's going to be a terrible idea. And I wonder if you could remake this. I don't uh, think they're not can. remaking Princess Bride because too much hell was raised. And I, I think I, the, the nail in the coffin was Carrie Elwes' tweet. Oh, said, Carrie Elwes' uh, tweet, but that was amazing. Movies. Yeah, that was an awesome tweet. There's a shortage of perfect movies in the world. Would be a <laughs> shame if, they, if something were to happen to this. That sounds like a mob threat, which is great. What's well, a quote from the movie. He just changed it from breast to... I can't, be- I can't believe that I missed that they were setting up for a funeral the first time. I miss a lot of things. I just took things at face value when I was little. I... <laughs> I love those three in the background. They're like, oh, this happens literally all the time. Just hurry up. I wonder what the ratio is between weddings based on Rocky Horror to Princess Bride. I bet there's, they're closer than you think. This guy! (laughs) Who is this guy? Because I bet he's from stuff. What are you doing? Um, I don't know. Okay. He reminds me of another actor, but I don't know him. Uh, he plays the investigator really well. He's like, yes, I'm going to take this completely seriously. This is a serious investigation. And if he hammed it up, he's the only one that can't ham it up. Everyone else can. It's fine. But this guy is like, I am taking this completely seriously. That guy, as soon as that guy shows up, uh, the movie gets goes downhill completely. Okay, the thing that you completely dismissed is all of the case files behind him and the fact that this entire movie is one of the smallest books that he has. Which is hilarious because... I, I like that it's just part of the thing and he's just investigating. It's like um Lemony Snicket. Is the Lemony Snicket didn't write a series of unfortunate events. He investigated it um as part of the story. But this ends better than that one did for all the characters involved. I feel like everything is a reference. I'm just looking out for Easter That's eggs. That's because you're used to watching things like Screen Rant and Cinema Sins. I don't watch Cinema Sins. I watch good stuff. <laughs> but I feel like that this is a that every a lot of things are a reference. Mr. Sunday movies. Yeah. But it, like this has got to be full of references that I'm missing because I didn't watch any B movies and I'm not really and I wasn't really into horror. I doubt it because Easter eggs didn't really come along until, like, I know how much you love uh, superhero movies, but that's kind of a, it's kind of a superhero trope, like the Easter egg to something else. Other films have had references, but not like the Easter egg sprinkled in every scene. It was like, here's an homage to this. I mean, the whole, this whole thing is an homage to um, Frankenstein. 
with Dr. Frankenfurter and stuff, and he makes a, a sexy monster. So, like, there are obvious horror movie nods, right. but you, you're probably right about the Easter egg thing. Yeah, filmmakers nowadays actually put things into movies in the background to see if people are taking or are paying attention. Like in Searching, there was an entire film going on within the film that they wanted to see if anybody picked up on. But That's back cool. then, people didn't do that. They just, there were like a couple of things here and there that it was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But now, since there are actual YouTube channels devoted to this, now directors do it intentionally. I, yeah. I guess I, I don't I don't think that everything needs to be a reference to anything else. I just thought that this one specifically because it was held so much regard for other B movie horror movies mm. that it works. <laughs> By the way, how many castles are in America? Is the answer literally zero? Yeah, we don't have castles. That's a British thing, or not British, like a European thing. This is like a Tim Burton world. Tim Burton saw this movie and was like, this is my entire career. That newspaper is doing fuck all. I was just about to say that's the strongest newspaper I've seen in a long time. Because usually by the time it gets anywhere half as wet as it is, it would be just like a limp noodle covering her face. But it's still <laughs> stiff. I wonder what the and newspaper like is made of. There's like a 0% chance plastic. of it still being stiff at this point. <laughs> I like that Brad is just like, I don't even have a newspaper. I'm fine. I got a coat. Uh, <laughs> I like the best singing at the castle. They're like, oh, great. We're going to have guests soon. I um I'm gonna point out um Richard O'Brien as soon as he turns up because he's hard to miss if you know who he is. I, there's so many motorcycles. Like everyone comes in with a motorcycle, which makes sense for Meatloaf's um scene later. This is him. This is Richard O'Brien. He's basically playing Eagle. Okay. Also, his singing voice does not match his speaking voice at all. Into my life. Why they made this into a musical? Because it seems like I always thought this was a play first, because it seems it very is a play. much like an adapted play. It is a play. Well done. Do you know who made it? Didn't the play? the play did the play come after or did it come first? Yeah. It's, oh. the play is called The Rocky Horror Show. And then they renamed it the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. I think. Actually, maybe the play came after. Um, Rocky Horror Picture, Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, um, it came out in the early '60s. Oh, okay. So it is based on the play. Okay. Early '60s, the musicals. 
Oh no, it's based on B movies from the 30s to 60s. But I think the movie came first and then they adapted it into a play later. God, that suit's awesome. No one dresses up like that guy. I bet that even if you found a castle in America and all this stuff happened, how long would it take for you to think, this is, seems a very bit weird? The moment you found a castle in America. That's a good point. Are they in America? Is it set in England? I bet it's not. Because they seem very American. I thought it was taking place in America. I think so. I think they just put a castle in America because at what point are you just going to be like, yeah, I'll buy it. I mean, they're aliens, so it might just be their spaceship. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. We need to come with their own lightning and come inside. He has a great voice. <laughs> she's great and she's- Fun fact, her last name's actually Thompson. She took the name of her first husband who was in The Princess Bride. Yay. Chris Sarandon. Oh, it all links up. Mm-hmm. What kind of place is a castle in America? That's the weirdest thing ever. It's not like in England where everyone has their own castle. <laughs> They're swearing. We have a party tonight. I've been working on his voice for the better part of 15 years. I've done a very special night. Oh, I, I like the- What the, the hell is the maid duty? She he, she's turned on by everything. But she was just like petting the banister. Yeah, she's like, I'm totally going to have sex with him. See, there's the pose. There's the painting. Ah, uh, I like their eyes. Their eyes follow you. It's a. I I thought that this was like in the middle. I didn't realize that this was like the second or third song. This, and I. I <laughs> Because of the context, because they remove all context, you can do the, I did this song in primary school. And I real, I didn't realize it was from this until mom showed me the movie. Did you know about Time Warp before you saw the movie? Yes. I think everyone did. That's a great wig. The wig game is on point. It's just a step to the left. Oh, sorry. It's just a jump to the left. And then a step, to, a the step right. to the right. You put your hands on your hips. I learned this song by heart. It's great. That person in the middle has the greatest wig. You notice things that I never would, like people's uh -huh. wigs. I like what she paints. Oh, it's it's just so great. I love them. And the actors who played Brad and Janet in the sequel do not hold a candle to these two. 
She's having so much fun. I'll see Cluded. I see all. Oh. She wants to eat you. I bet that's the real Mona Lisa. Like in this world, I bet that's the real Mona Lisa. And she passed that again. <laughs> the time will begin. I like how he has a hunchback because that's what Igor has. Oh, this is my favorite outfit. Come on. It's all sparkles. Her voice is wicked annoying. You have to like, like her voice. Uh, otherwise, this is going to be unbearable for you. Do you know they remade this? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it sucks. It took away all the edge and most of the gayness. Most. It's just very safe and stupid. Do you, do you think they do this for all the, all the guests or were they planning this because it's a party? Well, he did say you've come at a special time. No one respects tap dancing anymore. And by that, I mean that musicals don't really do dancing. I, she has a great outfit. Is it just the glitter or is it the colors as well? I don't know. But you have this going on, and it's like, okay, it's pretty good. And then... I love how he's dancing on the desk now. Yeah, he's getting into it. Like, he, he's the most normal one in the movie, except for, you know, Brad and Janet. But he's still like, yeah, this is a belter of a song. I wonder how many people in here are human. I know that um, the one dressed in yellow is human, but I bet most of these people are aliens. No, nah, <laughs> she was thinking you would say. Uh, I think she meant say something like, do you have a phone? Or, you know, should we just leave? But now, the best entrance of all time in any movie is this one. Tim Curry in high heels on an elevator is just perfect. Yeah, don't be racist, I guess. Folk dancing. He does not know what gay is. I bet he's never met a gay person in his life. Oh, yes! <laughs> she straight passes out for the third time. Oh, she's great. Tim Curry is brilliant. Literally all the time. Little brought down, cuz. I mean, this has got to be the most openly gay thing to come out of the 70s. Like, they're, they're not even pretending. Which is why it works so well. Oh, here it comes. 
That outfit is amazing. What gets me is that he doesn't tuck. <laughs> Why would he? It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. And he's got tattoos. It says boss. Because he's the boss. No Steve Reed movie. See, it's stuff like that. It's not. It's nothing hidden. They're all very on surface references. I appreciate that Brad's not singing, but he's still in rhythm. Doctor I like that he's a doctor. Who gave you your doctorate? I do you think he set it up? Set what up? The, their flat tire to get them to the castle. I don't know. Me neither. Oh god. I love all of these references. I love these outfits are great. I like her I like his throne. Day for the night. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea what he was planning to do. The, the, it can't be emphasized how weird it is watching this when you're a little kid and have no idea about gay stuff at all or even how movies are meant to work. I wasn't a kid when I saw it the first time. I saw yeah. the... Um, Time warp, but that was it. Like I, I saw. Um, I was in primary school when I did the time warp for the first time, and then I saw this like later on, like when I was in like sixth grade. He's like, I'm excited. I want to show you what I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the day really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. Mm. Oh. Imagine like having the best entrance, doing the greatest song, and then having that exit. It's just so brilliant. I just love the eye acting that all three of them just did. Yeah, it... it like, some of this is obvious, but, like, a lot of it's very subtle, and all of it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's just perfectly fine with her taking off his pants. He's not uh, saying anything. <laughs> Tiny whities. Um... Yeah, he's, he's going along with this in the same way, like, he wants to be polite literally all the time to the point of absurdity. She is so jealous. <laughs> Why even grab the clothes if you're... <laughs> She's like, well, I need to hold them, but now you piss me off, so fuck you. I like how he's drinking on the job. It's clear that this guy does not respect Franklin Furter at all. He's just working here. Like, imagine if Igor hated Frankenstein. That's what we're dealing with with this guy. 
I can't believe, still can't believe they let him take their clothes off. And he's just like chilling. I like how she's like, hey! And he's like, what? Yeah, so this random woman's taking my pants off. What's the big deal? Like, really? Oh, wow. I get it. I love how he changed into a, a lab dress. Looks very church lady right now. <laughs> I wonder how long they're going to spend in their underwear. This is a great lab. I appreciate that all these people are like, I, we're here to see your sexy monster. The statues are creepy once you know how they're made. He's like, thank you. Ah, it's Mag Magenta and Columbia. I always get them mixed up. <laughs> It's like painful for him to shake his hand. It's very creepy. He got his her name wrong. What a dick. Yeah, now you're embarrassed. Frank Tim Curry is great. Frankenfurter is his best character. Because, like, he being a serious... Ooh, he cursed. I'm great. Oh, he removed his glasses. Fuck. Tim Curry's in trouble. <laughs> I love her. Hi, Janet. Are you so, uh, I do like how the tables have turned and now Janet is feeling more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, he's flirting with her. Brad is not like sexual at all. That's the point. They become more sexual as the as Clearly the goes because on. He, he's like, I love you. She goes to lean for a kiss and he dances away. It's like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That sort of thing. And And I also love how it's flipping the um the traditional stereotype of men being horn dogs and women wanting to like only wanting sex after marriage and only to please the man where she's like no give me some and he's like exactly. yeah no let's get married first exactly uh don't kiss before marriage which is it's hilariously over the top but obvious but that's what this movie is about it's about being comfortable with um with sexuality and sex and tim curry clearly is in this which is great. I like how they're wearing masks. Like, that will help with hygiene at all when they're still dressed like that. Oh. He's such a hemi actor. Is Tim Curry the most hammy actor, or is there someone better? Hammy? Yeah. You know, this stuff. Over the top, dramatic, uses hands a lot. Tim Carey springs to mind. Tim Carey's pretty good. <laughs> Janet's All the carries. following. Yeah. She's like hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> yeah, Brad's like, don't fall for it. 
We don't want to be part of their crew. It's too gay here. Ooh. Oh, by the way, those aren't lab gloves. Those are clearly like washing up gloves. They probably got them for $2 at um, whatever store sells gloves. Grocery stores sell gloves. You know, those dishwashing gloves, not lab yeah. gloves. They don't, even, sell this. they don't even care. <laughs> I like the reveal of what this guy looks like. Because if you saw this, for, when you saw this for the first time, you're probably still not entirely sure what is going on. I like the fact that so far we have all the Halloween tropes. We've got a haunted house. We had um, evil science. We have, well, we've got Igor. We've got, uh, he comes in as Dracula, or Tim Curry like, comes in as Dracula. And now we have a mummy. Yeah, we, yeah, we got a mummy. And you could say that the, all the other people are like zombies because they're just doing what he says. Yeah, it's that. It, it follows like the tropes. That's the Easter eggs I'm talking about. Not like full Easter eggs, but stuff like that. It's alive. It's alive. And then he's he's morphed from vampire to Frankenstein. Uh huh. I mean, he's based on Frankenstein. I know. But you're right. He's either a witch or a vampire. But I, it's great. I, I love it. Also, I didn't notice that these, this is the, um, the rainbow flag as about to happen. Which is probably where, this movie is most likely where it came from. Uh, no, it, it was here before. They, they used it because of the flag. I, I wonder when the flag was. Are you made. sure? Because I don't uh, remember seeing a rainbow flag. I before. mean, it's def the, I bet the flag was, wasn't from this. Oh, look, now we've got a skeleton. Uh-huh. Went from a mummy to a skeleton. It Back can't be a coincidence. It might be a coincidence. I'm not going to say it can't be. I mean, it might have been new in the 70s. Oh, we still don't know what he looks like, which is the uh, best thing. And then when it's like, <laughs> he's the Rocky from the title. I this reminds that... me of Marvel Comics um, when Adam Warlock was created. Um, also, he sings and it's great and he's clearly got like emotions and everything. But after this song, he's just a mindless zombie monster like Frankenstein's monster is. Like there's no consistency in this movie at all. 
Like we have got to, um, we got to undress him in very specific ways. I like how Brad's into it. He's like, what the fuck? I've never seen anyone that sexy. <laughs> He's trying to have sex with him on the floor right now. <laughs> Really? You're meant to be mine. (laughs) (laughs) He's crawling after him. It's great. Oh my gosh, he's literally kissing his feet. (laughs) That was a hell of a view of Tim Curry. Oh my gosh, I love uh-huh. Tim Curry so much. Tim Curry is great literally all the time. And he's running in heels. That's the crazy thing. He does not care about anyone else. And as soon as this party is over, everyone just leaves. It's like, that was cool. I wonder what he's going to do with that thing. It came out in 1978. That's when the debut is. It came out in 1978. That's the year I was born. Yeah, that's when the rainbow flag came out. And I think this came out like a year later. He's like, I'll forgive you because we're totally going to have sex like as soon as we can. (laughs) He's okay. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Oh, he's mad as hell. <laughs> uh, I didn't make him for you. <laughs> I love how back then he was considered to have too many muscles, whereas today, like men with his muscles are like, I gotta get like the rock. Yeah, but like he's like a perfect physique. Yeah, but I I like that Janet's like, I don't know who this is for if it's not for me. I'm like the only girl here. Which is amazing. (laughs) Imagine being this actor and it's like, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're basically going to stand there as Tim Curry sings about how sexy you are. Which is amazing. I love how dumbbells are wrapped like candy canes. They also... Are they wrapped like candy canes or do they just look like candy canes? I don't know. He's like... (laughs) (laughs) Also, you're a dumbass. Which is after you sing. Strong. Oh god, this is great. I like how he's wearing that his um his outfit underneath it, underneath the lab dress. This feels like Batman 66 labs. Okay, that totally looks like a dildo. Uh, yeah. 
wrapped in a condom. It's it's not subtle. <laughs> I, I appreciate that he that he's like, I'll give it a week. And he's like, I'm gonna this is what his proposal is. He's gonna make people, but this one's his. This is gonna be one hell of a week. He's riding on a giant penis. This is not subtle. Yep. <laughs> Deep freeze. Oh, this fucker. This is where he got the brain. From Eddie. He's played by Meatloaf randomly. Oh, um, Eddie came with, uh, Eddie came with the other one. I forget what their name is. Um, the, the person dressed in yellow. Um, yeah, her. They both came to the castle like a few years ago, right before the experiment. And then he lost his brain. That's how he became meatloaf. And they you're gonna have him sing because he's meatloaf, so you and it's a musical, so it's you know, law of averages. <laughs> Once she gets into it, I love it. <laughs> I like how everyone's into it because it's like, yeah, this stuff happens all the time. Frank. I wonder how many of these people are in drag. I'm going to guess all of them. Wow. That is a fucking big scar. I like her, her necklace looks like a collar, which is like creepy, especially with context. Because she's. Because she's trapped there. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, we're dancing to this now. Are you going to have sex with her right there? Like, that seems a bit much, even for I this. Mean, it is a sex cult, so why not? <laughs> You're right. I, I mean, Tim Curry's gay sex cult would be a great title for this. Well, it's not a gay sex cult, because not everybody's gay. Or it's, it's definitely a, a sex, sex cult. cult. Yeah. I don't care that his name is Rocky. I'm forever calling him Adam because he reminds me of Adam Warlock. Fair enough. I I like how okay, he's... So you have plenty of time to get out of the way because he is on a motorcycle going up a ramp. Very slowly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not like he's a rocket. But also, uh, he's singing about this, but he escaped and now he's trying to murder everyone for removing his brain. See, even though it's like campy and gay and a musical, it's also dark as fuck. Oh. Does he have an axe? Does he have an axe or a knife? 
It's an act. Oh, it's not. It's that thing. But yeah, he, he murders him. I love how he sees him coming after him. And instead of going back to... Oh, he was already on a motorcycle. Just get That's back what I'm saying. That. Instead of going backwards, he just takes two steps backwards, hop on the motorcycle and drive out the way he came in. But no, he runs into the deep freeze to get, to get murdered. <laughs> Brutally. That's very helpful of him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like, he's like, it's covered in blood. Get it off. There's still an edge to this, which I appreciate. He's like, okay, back to the party. A mercy killing. I think 75% of Tim Burton's acting is, not Tim Burton, um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. I think 70% uh -huh. of his acting is just his eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's so at least that much eyes. It's so good. He knows how to add edge. He makes a great villain. The um the first thing I saw Tim Curry in was uh, Wild Thornberries. So this was a big leap from that. I also didn't know what make you a man meant. Oh, uh, <laughs> when I first saw it. I mean, it's so obvious, but I was so young and stupid. Yeah, she's into it. <laughs> she just witnessed a brutal murder and she's still singing along. And she's ashamed because she's like, I know it's not normal. <laughs> I. <laughs> He's like, hold my arm, you idiot. Well, I mean, he is like 10 minutes old, so. <laughs> I'm only like seven hours old, whatever. <laughs> I like how this mirrors the uh, wedding scene at the start. Mm -hmm. But also. Not. <laughs> That's, that's great. He's got a comic at the um in the background called Weird Fantasy, which this is. Mm -hmm. However, he has a great voice. No kidding. Ah. Separated rooms. You can't stay in the same bed until marriage. <laughs> a, I, I like that they're spying on them. Because they don't like Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry. They just work for him. Yeah, this is totally the same room, just a different filter. Different on angle. 
I mean, that makes he sense. He the camera. Why doesn't she just try to cover it? Because then we wouldn't have a scene. And she's like, a camera, that's the least. Awesome. Jenna has been wanting sex ever since they met. Does Kim Curry have... I mean, he is an alien. Oh, he's wearing a wig. That's literally the only difference. But <laughs> <laughs> isn't it nice? I like how, he, how she's, like, totally into him from the moment they, that she saw him. <laughs> this is basically the setup to, like... A lot of porn. I love how she's like, she's enjoying it with the first oh, but then she's like, oh, I'm in hell. <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> pain. And I love that there's like no distinction. There's so much. Um, a, this, this is what people don't realize is edgy. When they when people say edgy, they mean uh, shit. Now, but I like how they're just cleaning up. They're just like, oh, again, like their entire like subplot of hating Tim, uh, of hating Frankenberta, is great. That is the strangest sleeping position ever. Well, it's clear that that's how they had sex. And he's just sleeping there now. Also, I think he's tied up. He's chained. Yeah, he's in chains. Fire bad! It's another Frankenstein reference. Indeed. Also, the butler did it. Never trust the butler. I like the chains of gold to match everything else he's wearing. It also cracks me up that he's strong enough to break the chains that he that tied him to the bed, but he's still afraid of like this old humpback that's coming after him. That he well, he had fire. Defeat. It's like Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster was also afraid of fire. No, I get that, but realistically, he could take him out. Oh, yeah. It's not like he's a village of, of mobsters. An angry mob. Like a, an angry mob coming after him with fire. Yeah, true. He's an idiot, though. This is true. Like, I mean, we can only get you so far. I love how she comes in and he flips the cover off of himself. Well, yeah. It's him! <laughs> Love it! And then again! <laughs> it's literally the you know? exact same theme twice. Which is like, you know, you should hate it, but it works so well because it's so he stupid. He does it so well! I mean, he's using the same line. And again, it's working! Again, he's liking it first and then rejecting it later. 
do. It wasn't until he got right above a certain spot that he was like, no. <laughs> oh, God. He's such a great villain. I want the real thing, not this fake thing. But what I love is after this. Like, what happens after this is the fun, is, is the great payoff to this setup. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so I'm only watching it as we go. Oh, which is very funny. Release the hounds! Get it? Coming. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so stupid. Those dogs are not trying to get him. Nope. They're just like, cool. Whatever. She's so melodramatic. I love it. Also, she's in the elevator for some reason. She reminds me of every um, of uh, every B movie actress, damsel in distress ever. That's the point. I know. It's great. She's a great actress. Oh, you're gonna love this. <laughs> How could you? I mean, I did, but it was less gay when I did it. But it wasn't gay when she did it. See, less gay. Also, that looks like it's a- not less gay, just not gay. <laughs> Which by default is less. <laughs> also, I love that the handle also looks like a penis. Yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> I mean, within a certain context, this is just a porn. Pretty much. Well, like if, no, if, not really, because there's, there's not enough sex. Well, yeah, but like, first she has sex with Tim Curry, then Tim Curry has sex with Brad, and then she has sex with, um, with Rocky. Like, if you added the sex scenes into this movie instead of cutting away, it would just be a porn. <laughs> this guy's amazing. Is she wearing Mickey Mouse ears? Yes. That's great. Like, this is a song about sex and masturbation, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Is that makeup or is that just what her face looks like? Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fuck it. Literally. Yeah. 
She's like, I had oral sex, but I want like the full thing. And Brad's not going to do it. <laughs> I love that bit. I, I, I love that. They are so are into crazy. it. They're basically watching porn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you haven't seen this in ages. Down, down, down. Like they. Ah, oh, this is a, has all the subtlety of an elephant in a china store. Did you just say an elephant in a china store? Well, yeah, everyone expects the bull. Oh. <laughs> They're also having sex with each other. There's a lot of sex in this. <laughs> Tim Curry's dumb face. Ew, no, she creeps me out. <laughs> I like how he's getting punished because get the punishing whip. No, that's the pleasure whip. Theme for a minute. Master. Lying cow. I like that Brad doesn't need glasses anymore. Like being, like just having sex improves your eyesight. Apparently. Oh, there it is. Dr. Everett Scott. You know this earthling. You know this earthling person. Like, the answer being aliens is just brilliant. There is a prequel going on. Like, there's a, there's a relationship between Scott and Frankenfurter, which I appreciate. <laughs> this is some Indiana Jones shit. He's oh no. Well, he's not an intruder if you've opened the door. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't tell Frankenfurter that. Remember, he hates Frankenfurter. There's a whole subplot going on where he's trying to sabotage him. Yeah, again, I'm watching this as if I've never seen it. Oh. I love the outfit. They're all great outfits. <laughs> like, no wonder if you go to very specific oh, I love this. If you go to very specific kind of um of parties, you can find tons of people dressed in these outfits. Very specific. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I like how she's just reading. It's like, all right, cool. You think he'd be freaking out considering he's not controlling this? But also, and he would also think there'd be an ending to that rather than him just going through the wall. <laughs> he's just like, well, I'm investigating Frankenfurter. I figured that this might happen. We meet at last. In your underwear. I think a better question is, why are you dressed like that? The plan. I don't think he's wearing makeup. I think that's just what his skin looks like. Who? Uh, Frankenfurter. Tim Curry? No, he's wearing makeup. No, not Tim Curry. Frankenfurter. I mean, he's an alien. It was a surprise to Brad as well. What do you know of Eddie, Dr. Scott? Ooh, you just killed his nephew. Fuck. Hang on. Now they noticed them? I love this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing um is he wearing Eddie's coat? Dinner is shav. Close enough. <laughs> this should be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this movie's great. Why are there I- pictures of presidents on his desk? Uh because he's an investigator and he's American. He's an American investigator, and Americans have uh presidents on their desk. No, they don't. No, of course they don't. <laughs> but it's just like what's the most American thing we can think of I don't know picture the president they seem to like them all the time you know like he removed it and <laughs> he just dumps the turkey from he does not give a shit about Frankenfurter at all He's just like, we just need to wrap this up. We've got 40 minutes to go. I'm busy. It is amazing how, how much this movie slows down from this point forward. Like, there are some things that happen, and I'm pretty sure they're eating, meat, uh, they're eating meatloaf because of his name. Like, is that meatloaf? What, you mean that they're that he's cutting up right now? Yeah. I don't know. I would assume, but I don't know. Because, because if that's meatloaf, then that's the name of the act of uh, the stage name of the actor. Which is No, it's not meatloaf, that's turkey. That's or like turkey? that's some kind of animal. Yeah, that's not meatloaf. Okay. I thought you meant like the character meatloaf. 
Well, it's probably the, no, it like is the, the character meatloaf. No, it is the character Eddie, I think. Um, but I was wondering if if it was meatloaf as part of a pun. No, no, that looks like ham or turkey or something. That's some kind. It's supposed to be some kind of meat. Okay. Meatloaf is a a recipe kind of dish. There is nothing funnier than Tim Curry in that outfit. Using his hands, throwing the meat on the plate. Yeah, he does not care. He does. He's not even pretending to give a shit. And I love that she's wearing fucking Mickey Mouse ears. I I don't even know if they're, they're meant to be Mickey Mouse ears. Don't tell him anything. I'll eat you after him. Oh, Brad definitely. Yep, now they just got it that they're eating him. Yep. No, not not Rocky. Okay, what's sad is that he's eating the person that gave him his brain. Was he talking to us? Uh, apparently. This is a terrible dinner party. Everyone has something to hide, including Dr. Scott. <laughs> what is this song? He's still eating. He's an idiot. Okay, now I get it. I like that image. It's a great image. He's wearing a stupid hat. Mm-hmm. He's taking this very seriously, which helps. Rock and roll porn. The best kind of porn. Oh, there he is. So he's a criminal and an idiot, which is why he's not saying anything when he's in um, Rocky's body. He didn't like his teddy. What a bastard. What a guy. Didn't cry. Sorry, dude. Aw. They were going out. Oh, she's a tragic figure uh, in this. She's supposed to be like a teenager, I think. What, her? The one with the Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah, she's not. She's not. My head, ATD. Oh, dear. D-E-D. Uh-huh. And I... He sent a letter. I like how when, instead of reading the note, we hear Meatloaf sing it from the bed. <laughs> I appreciate that um, that he screamed at the end. So he's clearly died before he could send it. And that's Eddie's Teddy. <laughs> he just had it on him.
Okay, so Eddie tried to kill Frankenfurter with a switchblade knife. I'm, I'm trying to analyze this fucking song because I've listened to it so many times, I'm never bothered. So he tried to kill Frankenfurter, so he stole his brain. Oh, boom! Here it is. <gasps> he was under the whole time. That is like the fakest, the fakest. I love how she goes to him, not yeah. to her fiance. She's more interested in uh, in Rocky than Brad. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Be? Oh, he slapped her. Oh. And instead of going to her, he wheels the other dude out. Yeah, he's not a no good husband. She Rocky instead. In the uh, in the sequel, their marriage is falling apart, and you can tell it's starting here. But he is chasing after Janet. Oh, that's wrong. Nope. Right in the nards. <laughs> oh. God. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> I mean, after <laughs> all that, and she's like, you're so terrible wrong. in bed and you suck. The transducer? <laughs> I cannot move my wheels. So good to the spot. Damn it. <laughs> I love this movie so much. I love her overly dramatic expression. This movie is 85% eyebrows. Of course. Why? How? What does it do? You just made up words. And then add a device at the end. Yeah, it's a move. It's a teleportation device. Planet. Planet. Janet. <laughs> She's not into sex anymore with him. I, I appreciate the acting of being good to the spot and trying to punch Tim Curry. I appreciate that he called him a hot dog as a compliment. I mean, there are other statues here. So, like, these, these aren't the first time he's used this machine. Like, everyone's naked, but he's covered in a in that um, blanket. In a towel? I'll, I'll say towel, but it's more a blanket. She's also human, um, but the rest of them are aliens. 
I mean, he's going to choose Rocky, you dumbass. Yeah, because obviously, <laughs> it's not easy having a good time. I mean, think about it. It's not easy. Oh, he's just waiting. He's in a pose. And he moves Rocky, too. Well, yeah, but like he's in a pose because he knows it's going to happen. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to do it, but also I don't care. Oh. I mean, I feel sorry for you, but you are a horrible monster. I appreciate that Transylvania He's is a planet. Creepily, like, caressing her arm. Which is like, really that's weird the because I think part of this like, movie. <laughs> I, like, I, I always thought that they were a couple, but I think that that's his sister. Perceive it. Abundance. <laughs> wow. What a dick. So dramatic. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. They're clearly a couple, and then it's revealed that they're siblings. It's so weird. What the hell was that? I don't know. Some sort of sex thing. I don't think it was a sex thing, but it was definitely. Strange. I certainly hope not, because they're related. I think. I, I certainly hope I'm wrong, because it's very weird. I need to look up who this guy is. Mm. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and some persuasion. This guy's incredible. Yes, we'll have this for This is clearly the plan all along. What is hilarious to me is that movies that this is this is like a parody of those old B movies, but what is great is that things like this existed. <laughs> He's wearing that um, stupid face mask thing. Mhm. Mm oh, there's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just like flourishes over all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great song. The Medusa. <laughs> Still hate her voice. I mean, fair enough. It's a great outfit though. I was like, I was She's a good dancer. Yeah. Uh, Neil 
Campbell. That's her name. Now, now Campbell. She is totally wearing that corset wrong, but okay. To be fair, she was a statue at the, at the time. This is true. Oh, now you can sing. I mean, he could always sing, but he can't talk. Oh, wow. Now I know why I know him. The guy from, um, the, the guy doing the narration is the, uh, is the Bond villain in Diamonds Are Forever. He was Blofeld. Wow, he just has no kind of coordination whatsoever. I think he's being a puppet. <laughs> he's trying to fight it, and now he's like, I'm just going to get into it. I, yeah, that guy's Blofeld. No wonder I recognized him. This song's all about how sex is good and you shouldn't um, be repressed with sexuality. We <laughs> I like how he's frozen like a statue again. Because it's like, my pit's over. They all are when they're not, and when they're not singing, they're like frozen. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> She's not wearing the corset right either, but hers is too high. The corset is technically supposed to go under the breast. Yeah, when they're it's used keep everything for, in. When they're used properly. Yeah. This but is, hers are up over her breast, and the other chicks are like halfway over hers, which is weird. True. They're supposed to be like completely under. It's supposed to be like rib cage to waist. I th I think that that would be too uncomfortable. To dance in. It would actually be more comfortable. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, okay. the way the first chick has it is horribly uncomfortable. All right. I'm not a corset expert. He's like, it's still amazing. Tim Curry's a is great. His eyes, dude, they get yeah, every time. It's like he's so fight. subtle while his eyes are low, but then with the second he brings them up, it's like, oh. I mean, yeah, this totally movie. emphasizes everything he says just by opening his eyes wider. This is so great. I love it so much. Is he wearing a crown of feathers? Um, those foxes are still like foxes. That's a little creepy. Get into the sex pool. Which is like a regular pool, except that Jim Curry's in it. Him. 
Uh, I love the God Jesus the um, images at Michelangelo's from the Sistine Chapel, which is hilarious because of literally. And then everything. he's the point where they're touching. Yeah. SS Titanic. I love it. Uh. Actually. He's kind of wearing the, the corset the right way. <laughs> well, so yeah, he's the only one whose image he cares about. They had to match the corset to where it was on the statue, I guess. Underwater sex just so sounds like too much trouble. So I'm supposed to be an orgy. I yeah, I mean obviously. It just came on by itself. Yep. Well, they seem happy. Oh yeah, I mean, underwater sex just sounds like too much trouble than it's worth. Well, they're not actually having sex. They're just kind of swirling around each other, which is well, funny. Oh, he's got a shoe. There's a shoe floating. It's clear that it's <laughs> meant to symbolize sex. No, I know that. Uh, he's trying to fight it. and Oh, here he comes. Oh! <laughs> what oh! a great reveal. Don't say mummy when you're in bed. What are you doing? He's like, ooh, this feels nice. This reminds me of that lamp scene in um, A Christmas Story. My God, this is going on forever. <laughs> He's on Rocky's shoulders. <laughs> Also, it says an RKO road, uh, radio picture. Yeah. What is that? Oh, RKO was a studio um, back in the day. So you got to watch more classic movies. Oh, well, yeah. I just don't pay attention to what studio they are. I need radio picture. I just don't know what RKO is. So, yeah, stuff like that. They're not subtle with their references to the B-movies they're trying to copy. RKO isn't necessarily B-movies. It was a mainstream, um, a mainstream movie studio back in, like, the 40s. True. But they're still trying to, like, be, to copy classics from yeah. movies from that time. So it makes sense. Yeah, well, that's what the whole pool was. Because, like, um, some of the movies, like, back in the day, in, like, the 60s, Here we go. 50s, this is clearly Bride of Frankenstein. And like the 40s and 50s, the, um, the studios used to do, they used to do um, swimming. Uh-huh. Uh, not swimming, but um, they used to do musicals where there would be a swim number and you had stars like Esther Williams who were like big swimmers. It was like underwater synchronized dancing. It was interesting. And so that's what this is like paying homage to. That's why the swimming pool. 
That's interesting. I like her hair. Yeah, it's that's Bride totally Bride of Frankenstein. It's Bride of Frankenstein hair. I like how he's going to make a song to try and beg for his life. Oh, no, he's not. He's just no, doing like a farewell song. To have, yeah, I like how he has to have, like, full attention. Like, he can't do it until he's in the spotlight. Well, yeah. So this is his farewell song, because he's going back home. There's the Mona Lisa. I like how his tattoo's fading. And the boss tattoo's faded, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not the boss anymore. And his That's makeup is true. now running down his face. It's symbolism. Yep. I guess. <laughs> Who threw him that? There's nobody to the side. There's so many people that could have. A stagehand. Okay, this is very Iggy Stardust to me. Yes! When was he around? It was 70s. There you go. I mean, I think it's great that um, that Charles Gray's known for is Diamonds Are Forever, followed by Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> this is so much fun. <laughs> it's so dramatic. It's got loads of eye, eye work. And if you see, uh, you've seen other Tim Curry movies, that's just how his eyes do, act, move. Yeah. Like, he I clearly does not want to go home. Well, no, but he's willing to accept it. I feel like at home, he's just another alien, but here he can be like the big dog. I'm willing to bet that. Like it's like Invader Zim. Have you seen Invader Zim? No. Invader Zim is like he comes to invade Earth because every the aliens hate him and just want him to go away. Isn't that a cartoon? Yeah. It's just he's yeah. just an idiot. And he goes and he goes to Earth. And the reason he sucks at invading Earth is because okay, so he's a terrible alien. This last part is very Sunset Boulevard. Like this whole walk that was super. It started Iggy Stardust and ended Sunset Boulevard. That's fair enough. And she's like, Who are you bowing to? It's just us. I like how big their shoulder pads are. Prelude to the 80s. He has a great voice. I like that gun. I like that I could make that gun.
Uh-oh. I, I love his voice. Even my, his voice sounds a lot like Filch uh, from Harry Potter. He is too gay to live. Also, you know, the murder, also that. Oh, no wonder this became a cult movie. It's just so ridiculous, but also has edge to it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not only going to be killed, I'm going to be killed by the worst special effects in the movie. <laughs> he's trying to escape How by the hell climbing. Is he climbing that. He's an alien. The question is, how is he surviving a death ray? Oh, there he goes. Now, the real question is, why did she scream when he got murdered, but not when Eddie got murdered? She also screamed when Eddie got murdered. Oh, he didn't survive the death ray. Poor Rocky. He's too stupid to be alone. Great singing voice, even if he can't talk. Yeah, I don't think the death ray works on him. He was a creation. It at least stings a little. This is King Kong, isn't it? Climbing the thing, the beast with the girl climbing. Yeah. Uh huh. Making sort of growling noises. I like how the death ray didn't kill him, but falling into the water does. It's the best sex I've ever had. Sorry, Brad. It's true, though. I am a scientist in in high heels. I know what I'm talking about. Ah, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, please don't kill me. Dr. Scott. <laughs> He's like, I'll agree with anything. You have a death ray pointed at me. I knew it. That's a spaceship. I guess. I mean, they do have a transport ray, so maybe it's not a spaceship. But either it's a spaceship or they just had a castle built without anyone noticing. It is his sister. That's 
That's weird. Oh my god, this is going on forever. Jackie? Yes? I, I, I distinctly remember this last 40 minutes lasting about seven. This last 40 minutes lasting about seven? Yeah, I, mi I completely forgot how long these last three scenes take. This... It's so weird. There's a rainbow above their house. This movie is well, yes, not the subtle. Rainbow is their transport. This movie is not subtle. Not in the slightest. It's like... The flag came out like two months, uh, two months ago. Let's fill this with imagery. <laughs> I mean, superheroes were also a part of counterculture back then, instead of being, you know, the culture. So it makes sense. What was counterculture? Superheroes, comics. So it makes sense that they'd reference superheroes. When did they reference superheroes? Just now. She said I the, missed that. She said the word superhero. Who did? Janet. When did she say that? Like two seconds ago. In her last line. Hey, I'm going back because I didn't No, 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 it. no. Don't go back. We're nearly done. You can go Why back not? later. Well, it's over. Recording a commentary. I, well, the movie's over. It's not over. You must have been ahead of me. How am I ahead of you? They're singing the song. Yeah, they're singing the song. And now they're spinning and it's nearly over. They're spinning? Yeah, now there's the globe. Oh my gosh, you were, how did you get so far behind me? I don't know. I thought we were on the exact same spot. I'm at the end, like it's yeah, I'm over. At, I'm at the very end. Um, no, no, I mean like, I just saw Meatloaf as Eddie. Oh, no. Oh, Gray I'm, as the criminologist. I'm, like this, the movie is over. Oh well. That's why I was like gonna go back because you were like, she just said superhero. I'm like, who is she? Because I was uh, at the time you said that, the guy was in the study thought like spinning the boat. Yeah, I, well you must have been like a couple of seconds ahead of me. I'm still recording, by the way. Okay. You but, just cut out. As soon no as you said I'm still recording, by the way, like you I heard yeah, I'm, at the credits. Ah. I'm at the end of the credits. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, so with this, right, 
It was a B movie. Went to went got a massive cult following uh, as part of the counterculture. And now we don't have a counterculture anymore. It's just all culture, which is you know weird. Um, but oh, I see what happened. What happened? Somehow in my playback, so uh-huh. I went back because I was like, "What are we talking about?" <clears throat> Somehow in my playback, it skipped part of a scene. Oh no! I'm watching on. Yeah, I'm watching on. Um, so she never said anything about superhero in my version. But it there's clearly like a jump yeah, where mine a... missed a scene and you didn't, so you kept getting it, and mine went to straight to the spinning globe. But yours was like yours had something where she said superhero, mine didn't. Mine went from the house flies away straight to the spinning globe. Oh well. But I just realized when I went back, there's a jump cut. So there's something in there that mine took out that yours didn't. There must have been an error. Well, there clearly was. Um, no, it's not an error because when I went back, it did it again. It, well, yeah, there's an error with the, the that Amazon has. Um, with the um, or it could just be an American thing, like they've just cut it for American I, audiences, no, and you're watching it's a video. It's clearly an error. No, um, no, because like I said, it was a jump cut, so I don't think it was an error. It looks like an editing thing. Because I didn't, it was seamless. I did not notice it until you said she said superhero. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, well. Um, just when I went back to hear what you were talking about, I was like, she doesn't say superhero. It literally, it clearly goes from one scene to the next. And then I realized, oh, that's a jump cut. That was an edit. Whoops. Yeah, but if you hadn't said anything, I would have never noticed. I would have never known. So Uh, um, apparently they just changed it. But now it does make me want to look up what they did. And I'll I'll show you this song afterwards. So um, now that we're done, sort of, We have a we have socials. We have a Twitter, um, and we have a Facebook group and Facebook page all under our podcast. Uh, it's really fun. I, I'm I'm building up an audience with the on the Facebook page, and I'm sharing stuff there into the group. And if you want to talk about movies, you can join the group. And if you want to uh, get updates on stuff, join the page or follow me on Twitter. Um, all the links will be in the description, but we're under <coughs> Cinematic Adventures uh, on everything except for Twitter, uh, where the where we ran out of num well, we ran out of letters. But that was fun. Okay, um, it appears I was right. There are a bunch of different versions, and you, it seems, were getting the um, you were getting like the one of the unedited versions, but I was not. Whoops. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's so weird yeah. that like we were keeping up and it was just that one bit. Yeah. Oh well. It's a, I mean it's strange the things that like get taken out. So Yeah. Doesn't oh matter. my gosh. I'm reading the reviews and one person is like, I've seen their their title is I've seen this movie 13 times and they're like, the only way to watch this is in a theater with an audience. Which like enthusiastically participates in all the film in commentary. I'm thinking that if people wanted to see that, like they would not, they would not like this commentary because we didn't like sing and dance and scream. I sung a little, but like, um, the the version of Rocky Horror I have has extras, including a riff track. 
Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Mine doesn't have those things. No, the, the, <clears throat> but I'll it also doesn't. We, I also have a different, slightly different cut. Not that big a deal, though. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Oh my gosh, every single review of this is like, you have to see it with people and do the things. Well, yeah, you I do, but things. like, I'd suggest like this better not be your first time watching the movie. Um, if if this is your first time watching the movie, this is the worst way to watch it. We talked all the way through this. Uh, so whoops, that's your bad. Uh, but I assume that you guys have seen the movie. So go and see it with, in a cinema with people if you can. Uh, okay. it's I, I, the contrast to that is when we watch Endgame, I will be seeing it like you don't have to have seen Endgame, but because the way I will watch it would probably be what Rocky Horror Picture fans would assume for the commentary. I'm going to be watching Endgame the exact same way I watched it in the theater. So <laughs> maybe turn down your speakers because I'm going to be screaming. That's going to be cry. for a while, though. We have so, a few Yeah, that's not going to be till March. It's going to be my birthday movie. But um, but I, I will very much... I can't watch movies like Endgame or The Matrix without having seen it, without watching it like I'm seeing it for the first time. Um, <laughs> even though I've seen it numerous times. Like, I have lost count of how many times I've seen The Matrix. But it doesn't matter. Every time, he, every time something happens, I'm like... <gasps> <laughs> like I've never seen it before, and you're like, okay, you can, you're literally saying, you're literally you're like reciting the dialogue with your characters. How are you acting like this is new? And I'm like, it's just the way. You'll see it when we do Princess Bride next month. Uh, not, not next month, uh, December. Yeah. I every time I I can literally quote the movie from start to finish right now from memory, and yet every time I watch that film, it's as if I've never seen it, and I'm like. <gasps> uses like it's yeah <laughs> that's, that's just how i watch movies like if i like it i will watch it as if it's the first time every single time if i don't like it i will probably bitch about it the entire time that's fair enough but that's not gonna be for a while what are we doing next week <clears throat> next week yeah um that's a great question and i it's vampire list isn't it what yes it's on the list um but it's our vampire list, isn't it? Top five <clears throat> vampire movies. Oh, you mean what is our vampire list? Um, I will tell you in a moment. Okay. Or next week. <laughs> but uh, next month's movie that we're doing a commentary on is Titanic, I believe. Titanic. That's indeed. Gonna... And then the movie for oh. December for your birthday is um, Princess Bride. Is Princess Bride, which is one of my favorite films as well brilliant um what the heck oh that's this okay so today is rocky horror picture show next uh -huh. week we are doing top five vampire films list and brilliant. next week we will be for me it will be releasing on the 30th and for you it will be releasing on halloween you see even better yeah so this name. is gonna be a proper halloween episode done the day before <laughs> exactly the same day on halloween the day before. like i, I said he, you're in the future it's the halloween for you but it'll be the day before for me it's hilarious that um i'm the one that's getting it released on proper halloween because in australia we don't really celebrate halloween that much interesting 
Like, well, I mean, it's actually more fitting that it's the day before for us because most people out here do celebrate Halloween. So that way you can listen to the podcast while you make your final plans for Halloween. Which, speaking of, I'm going to a Halloween party Thursday. This Thursday. Um, Real-time Thursday, which means for you, Friday. Like future! Anyway, we should go. Indeed. Um, don't feel any... Um, and next week we can do the time warp again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <Sure. laughs>